malinaw na handang sumagwan ng lahat. Ang kulang na lang, yung magtututok sa atin sa dapat nating kapuntahan. Yung magtitimon, hindi mahirap unawain ang sentimiento ng marami. Na para bang walang timon, walang direksyon, walang malinaw na horizon kung kailan at paano masusolusyonan ang pandemya. At kung walang mamumuno, tayo mismo ang hahakba, tayo mismo ang magtutulungan, tayo mismo ang bibitbit sa isa't isa, tayo mismo ang haharap, tayo mismo ang mangunguna. Ito naman kay Lenny in her uh, ending statement that kung hindi kudaw gawin ng gobyerno, gagawin ng tao. Well, sa panahon itong pandemic, di medyo desperado ang mga tao. Tapos nagdaganin nyo ng mga ganon, na wala namang kayong base, sana may pakita kayo. Please do not ask you to be tired. Maski na sabihin ba ninyo mamatay ako bukas, it cannot solve the problem of the country. Magandang araw mga kapwa ng ka-quarantine. Sa ilalim ng saligang batas, ang vice-presidente ay isang spare tire. Lagi lang handa kung sakaling may mangyari sa Pangulo. Pero ang kasulukuyang vice president, si VP Lenny Robredo, ay hindi lang nag-aabang, busy-busy sa pananampandemya at binapatikos pa ang kapulangan ng gobyerno para pag-usapan ng kanyang mga mungkahi at iba pa Kasama natin ngayon si Vice President Lenny Robredo. Welcome to Quarantined with Howie Severino. We're very honored to have you, VP Lenny. Thank you in advance for your time. Thank you, Howie. Thank you for having me. Magandang araw po sa inyo lahat. Okay, bago po natin pag-usapan yung mga seryosong issue, gusto na po ang inyong kalusugan. Okay naman, Howie. Actually, mas ano kami ngayon. Siyempre, yung health and safety precautions. Uh, for the first time in my life, umiinom ako ng vitamins, parang ever since Howie, parang, parang before umiinom ako ng vitamins only when I'm pregnant. Pero ngayon talagang umiinom tayo ng vitamin C, ng zinc, um, nagpapasiguro kasi exposed din kami, we're in the office every day. Um, there are days when nasa communities kami, so talagang yung exposure matindi. Um, pero ano, um, hindi din ako Howie before nag-exercise, ngayon nag-exercise na ako. Uh, kasi hindi pwede magkasakit. Napaka-importante yung role niyo sa bansa. No? Uh, bukod pa dun sa kailangan, may, may constitutional successor, yung Pangulo. No? I mean, you're, you're responsible for a lot of other things. Uh, and you're also, you also have symbolic value to the country. So, is that smart uh, for you to be going to the office every day and uh, going to the field and subjecting yourself to what you say is risk? Ako kasi, Howie, uh, we demand so much from our staff. Uh, yung mga staff namin talagang since March, walang pahinga. Parang the least I can do is samahan sila. Parang we're very nimble uh, from one activity to another. Ako, tingin ko yung pag nakikita nila ako araw-araw, uh, nakakausap araw-araw, uh, would give them the energy to do the things that they're doing. So yung sa akin, mahalaga na nakikita nila ako. Um, yung hours ko ngayon, not as long as before pre-pandemic. Kasi naalala ko, Howie, pre-pandemic, parang yung 9 o'clock na pagpasok ko, late na yun. Um, siguro, siguro in the last four years, less than five na umuwi ako. Lumabas ako ng opisinang maliwanag pa. Pero ngayon, mas, mas relaxed. Uh, I am able to go home mga 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't go to the office uh, too early. Uh, nagkakaroon pa ako ng time to exercise at home. So, yung sa akin, um, para sa akin, it's the least I can do for them. 
okay, so how do you keep yourself safe? You know, uh, you, you subject yourself to that kind of risk. Uh, so how does a vice president uh, uh, protect herself from infection? Ako, Howie, very strict yung aming health protocols dito sa office. Uh, talagang uh, pina-audit pa namin yung opisina namin sa, 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 mga, sa mga expert na auditors um, how safe the office is. Talagang ano, parang parang prinoof namin yung office namin para safe lahat. Pero even then, meron pa din sa amin na infect kasi marami kasi sa amin, Howie, yung nasa communities. Alimbawa, meron kaming team na nasa market kasi meron kaming community mark uh, initiative. Meron kaming teams na nagahatid ng mga PPE sets. Meron kaming teams na nasa, tapo, ngayon tapos na yung shuttle services. Nag-aasikasa ng dorms, nag-aasikasa ng community. So hindi maiiwasan. Pero sa amin, yung mga nakadeploy sa communities, merong regular na testing na ginagawa for them. Kami mga nasa office lang, um, ano lang, yung, yung usual na health and safety protocols. Uh, parati kaming hamas, naka-face shield. Um, marami ditong mga instructions sa office, uh, hindi pwede bang salubong, hindi pwedeng kumain together. Uh, marami, marami. Uh, Nag-disinfect kami every, every so often. So we're trying to be very careful kasi tingin namin ha, we responsibility ni namin na uh, parati kaming parati kaming healthy kasi ang daming umaasa sa amin. Yeah, and uh, and of course you have to be a good example, no? <laughs> Pagdating sa safety protocols, no? Well, um but speaking of which, no, I'm sure you know, you know the latest uh, Department of Health data shows that uh, we may be flattening the curve. Ang uh, reproduction number, I uh, finally, I uh, 1.0. No? Uh, does this mean the government strategy is working? Ako malaking bagay ito, Howie. Uh, it gives us hope. Kasi for, for, so, for so long, um, parang nagiging hopeless na yung marami. Kasi di ba yung number of cases natin every day, pataas na pataas. Um, August was the worst for us. In fact, nung August, meron mga araw na almost 7,000. Uh, tapos yung ating positivity rate ay umabot ng more than 12% na ba yung target sana is below 5 pero yung yun nga yung yung ating are not ay nasa 1 lang uh, so malaking bagay yon i think malaki yung tulong ng MECQ uh, yung 2 week natin na MECQ parang yung expectation noon we will see the results uh, starting last week and indeed yung la- yung last week natin maganda um uh, less than 4,000. For two days, parang naging 1,000 plus siya. Although the last two days, nasa 3,000 na naman. Pero it is no time to be complacent. Masaya tayo kasi finally nakikita natin yung parang merong pag-asa. Pero no time to be complacent kasi nakita natin yung examples from other countries na ang iba nga, Howie, uh, more than 100 days na wala ng cases tapos may nag-spike ulit. So yung sa akin, patuloy, problema kasi natin, hindi tayo naging maagap. Uh, marami tayong kailangan ginawa February sa March. Parang ngayon pa lang natin, ngayon pa lang tayo humahabol. Halimbawa yung testing, as early as April and May, yung targets natin was 30,000 tests a day. Parang na-reach lang natin yung July. Uh, so nakita natin, nakita natin na malaking bagay, malaking bagay nung na-reach natin kasi we we found out na grabe na yung community transmission pero given yung positivity rate, tingin ko kailangan pa natin i-increase. Hindi na sapat yung 30,000 kasi yung goal natin is, is is less than 5. 
Because that's the WHO standard. So, kailangan increase pa natin yung, yung tests. Um, ngayon, humabol na tayo. Meron na tayong yung one hospital program. I think that's a very laudable uh, project. Marami pa siyang problema, pero the mere fact na meron na, uh, laudable yon. The mere fact na meron na tayong contact tracing app, finally, kahit, kahit feeling ko, sobrang late na to. Pero, um, at least meron na. Last week, it was it was launched already. Tingin ko yung challenge ngayon. Kasi sa tagal, oo, sa, sa tagal kasi, Howie, yung mga LGUs gumawa na lang kanya-kanya. So, tingin ko yung challenge ngayon is, is to standardize. So, nakaraang dalawang buwan, Ang dami yung uh, mga suggestions no sa gobyerno madalas lang naming marinig though in reaction yung yung dismissal no may dismissive uh, tone madalas no lalo na galing kay uh, presidential uh, sp- spokesperson Harry Roque sabi niya there's nothing new dun sa mga suggestions niyon but uh, setting aside some of the rhetoric uh, and uh, some of the, pol- the political noise no uh, meron ba dun sa inyong mga recommendations na talagang pinansin uh, inimplement kahit quietly Actually, marami na din. Marami na how. Halimbawa, yung, yung pinaka, isa sa pinakauna kong suggestions was huwag nyo nang ire-report yung, yung, yung new saka, saka old cases kasi it, it, only, it, it only confuses people. Hindi naman siya relevant. So yun, tinanggal na yun. Uh, marami tayo. Halimbawa yung, halimbawa yung testing. Since March, sabi na ako ng sabi na yung testing, testing, testing. Parang hindi lang dismiss pero parang before uh, they were opposed to it. Parang sinabi nila na hindi magpamas testing kasi hindi naman yon effective remedy para i-control yung, yung transmission. And yet, ginawa din. Uh, ginawa din yung, yung testing. Marami pang iba. Ito kasi Howie, um, yung, mga, yung mga recommendations namin uh, are not our own. Yung, yung recommendations namin uh, were called from our um, discussions with economists, with health experts. Halimbawa, merong isang UP, UP study na ang sinasabi niya, Howie, na pag nagbigay tayo ngayon, ng, in fact, pag nag, kung nagbigay sana tayo ng June, July, August, September, ng kahit 5,000 lang, sa 10 million poorest families. Parang extension nito nung, nung social amelioration fund. Yung ating poverty incidence, ang instead of the projected 23%, pwedeng maging 19% lang. Yung poorest families na instead na magiging 5.8 million at yata, yung projected because of what is happening, pag binigay natin yun, ang, ang computation nga nila 2 months lang, kahit 2 months lang ng tagfa 5,000, instead of 5.8, magiging 4.3 families lang ang mahuhulog sa poverty. So ito, nakabase siya sa datos, nakabase siya sa computation, sa projections ng experts, kaya natin, kaya natin sinasuggest. Pero yung sagot nila, walang pera. Um, halimbawa, yung, halimbawa yung DepEd, um, Matagal na natin, Howie, na sinasabing ipospone muna yung opening kasi ang dami namin kausap na teachers ang nirereklamo nila, hindi sila ready for the August opening. Um, yung sagot sa atin, hindi na pwedeng magalaw yun. And yet, later on, ginalaw din. So marami, namang, marami sa suggestions na ginagawa naman. Hindi lang pinapalabas na dahil sa suggestions natin, which makes a lot of sense. Pero okay lang sa amin as long as ginawa.
yung sa atin, Hawi, ano lang naman, I think responsibility ko din because we've been talking to a lot of people also, uh, not just experts, pero people on the field na nagpapaabot, ano ba, teachers, nagpapaabot ng kanilang mga kahirapan. Tingin ko responsibility ko kasing sabihin eh. So yung sa akin, hindi naman pagpuna, pero tingin ko responsibilidad ko na to be vocal about the things that dumadating din sa sa lap namin. Kasi, paano makakarating? Yung isang suggestion yung nga, no? I mean, pertaining to the school opening, uh, not just the date that you were discussing in some of your recommendations, pero yung may mga probinsya kasi na hanggang ngayon, either wala pang COVID cases or mababa yung infection. Kasi pag pinag-uusapan itong total numbers natin, parang napakarami, but at the same time, nalilimutan ng marami na concentrated lang to sa mga malalaking lungsod no i mean there are play, like batanes has zero cases no we have a list here of provinces uh, na na wala pang kaso hanggang ngayon ang dami from north to south no so nakakapagtaka lang bakit kailangan i-suspende yung physical classes sa lahat ng schools it seems like a cookie cutter solution for a problem that varies from one province to another. Actually, Howie, um, sumulat ako. Sumulat ako kay Secretary Briones about it. Yung suggestion ko doon, um, kasi meron naman siguro sila na parang risk assessment ng buong bansa. Ang suggestion ko sana, doon sa mga um, mababa yung risks, payagan na nila yung mga face-to-face classes. Siguruhin na lang na yung health protocols uh, sinusunod Kasi ako, ako Howie, um, we've been doing Angat Buhay, our anti-poverty program, for, for four years already. Ang pinupuntahan namin ng mga lugar, yung talaga sobrang lalayo. And marami dito sa mga lugar na ito, walang kuryente. Walang access to the internet. Walang, wala, ni isa sigurong bata, may, may gadget. Ako hindi ko ma-imagine na papano, papano gagawin yung blended learning. Ang karamihan dito, um, yung mga magulang, walang capacity na turuan sila sa bahay. Um, either busy sa mga field o sa, sa nangingisda o whatever. Or hindi din nakapag-aral. Um, meron ta- marami tayo mga difficult learners. Ang example ko na lang nga, Howie, I, I think I spoke about this in one of, of my, my speaking engagements. Meron kaming, meron kaming partner, yung conception in Iloilo. Marami siyang mga islands. At yung mga islands niya, wala pang transmission sa islands. Pwede namang face-to-face classes. Pero parang yung, yung order kasi, Howie, we non-size fits all nila na I think masyado tong detrimental sa education ng mga bata. Lalo na halimbawa, non-readers. Yung mga kailangan talagang, kailangan talagang tutukan. Pero parang pinapanindigan kasi na definitely no face-to-face. So yung sa akin lang, umaasa pa ako na September pa lang naman ngayon. Baka by October, uh, magpalit na ulit yung isip. Pero it doesn't make sense na ipilit na pwede naman na, sabi mo nga, Batanes, yung Dinagat Island, very minimal, very minimal yung cases nila. Ang cases nila, LSIs lang na, na, na control nila. So, alam mo yun, um, halimbawa, places like Tawi-Tawi, Basilan, kahit pa may cases doon, mga isla-isla ito eh, na meron mga isla na hindi mo kailangan ipilit yung modular, modular uh, na modality. Well, actually, nung huli namin nakausap si uh, Secretary Briones, she was very open 
to it. No, uh, of course, my, there's some resistance to to opening, even among teachers, no, who are who are very scared. But yung isang feedback na nakukuha namin from local executives, uh, itong itong modular na kailangan ng magprint out na napakaraming papel. No, I mean that that takes a lot of money. And then, I, kasi kulang nga yung pondo ng DepEd, so I think inaasahan yung mga LGU na sila ang magbibili ng printer, silang bibili ng uh, napakaraming papel, uh, etc. No? So it's it's not cheap, no? itong uh, iniisip nilang alternative. Sa akin, Howie, wala naman ako opposition kung talagang kailangan. Halimbawa yung Metro Manila, tingin ko kailangan talaga. Dahil yung transmission dito uh, matindi, siguro may mga ibang lugar pa na kailangan talaga. Pero uh, sana wag lahatin. Kami, on, on our part, uh, we launched a program called Bayanihan Iskwela. And one of the components of that program is putting up community learning hubs sa mga lugar na may kahirapan. So, ang pinaka-ideya ng community learning hubs, merong isang center sa community where computers are there, printers are there, tutors are there, and children can go. Can go to have access to online online materials, can print, uh, have teachers available. Uh, by schedule ito, ang partner namin dito, yung local, as of now, meron na kaming 12 na ginagawa, merong 48 na nakaabang. So we plan to put this up in places na kailangan. Pero yung problema kasi namin, Hawi, napakaliit ng aming office. So kahit namin to gagawin, hindi naman namin mapupuntahan yung lahat na may problema. Um, I've, I've talked to a lot of mayors already. Uh, in fact, naka-attend ako ng mga Zoom meetings and webinars with them. Pare-pareho yung reklamo na they have been bombarded with solicitations from their schools for risograph machines, mga papel. Kahit kami, sobrang dami na nagsusulit kami ng mga papel. So, so yung sa akin, uh, sana magamit nila yung risk assessment kasi meron namang parang may survey sheet. When you enroll, may survey sheet. So sana yung nakabase sa datos yung pagdidesisyon. Okay, we were reviewing uh, your your ano, your recommendations. Marami nga, no? but uh, there was one item that uh, we noticed was missing. no You haven't uh, called for the resignation of Health Secretary Francisco Duque, no? who's been under fire for, for months now. Even the president's allies, some of the president's allies have called for his resignation. But you, you, uh, you, you oppose these calls. Ayun, um, wouldn't that be a solution to some of these problems? Because uh, it's a big distraction now, this PhilHealth corruption uh, scandal, etc. And of course, si Duque is... Uh, is still the chair of, of Field Health. So why why have you persisted in not calling for his uh, resignation? Unless you've changed your mind since the last statement. And then I, I haven't changed my mind. Sa akin kasi ha, we, yung problema natin is so much bigger than Secretary Duque. Para sa akin, uh, yung problema talaga, yung, yung national government, mm -hmm. na parang walang sistema, Ako, in fairness to the agencies, yung mga agencies, ang daming ginagawa. Uh, yung mga agencies um, have been laboring for more than six months already. Local government units, ganun din. Pero parang walang cohesive na, parang walang cohesive na plano. Yung, yung term ko nga dito sa public address ko, Howie, walang tumitimon, parang walang konduktor. Uh, pag tinignan mo yung mga ginagawa ng mga agencies, parang working in silos pa din. Halimbawa, Yung, yung latest furor about the white sand sa, 
sa Manila Bay. Para, para sa akin, kung may tumitimon, hindi yun nakalusot. Alam mo yun, parang in the midst of the pandemic, may isa sanang nasa taas na nagsasabi na lahat ng gagawin ng lahat na agencies, ako yung, ako yung, oh, whether it's a team or what, ako yung commander, all hands on deck tayo, ang aasikasuhin natin, lahat na COVID, COVID-19 na related na, na programs. Para, para sa akin, uh, yung, yung failure, yung, yung sistema, hindi lang naman si Secretary Duque. So para sa akin, whether tanggalin mo si Secretary Duque, um, kung ganito pa din yung sistema, the problems will, will persist. Okay, well, you quoted from your last statement, no? or your August 24 statement. Sabi mo nga noon, uh, para bang walang timon, walang direksyon, walang malino na horizon kung kailan at paano masusolusyonan ang pandemya. No? Uh, and then among those who reacted was the president. Sabi niya nga, ay, uh, you were adding fuel to the fire. Uh, were you surprised uh, by his uh, reaction? And uh, who were you referring to? Nung sinabi mong walang nagtitimon. Ako, ako ideally kasi, ideally, Howie, dapat si Presidente yung tumitimon. Pero halimbawa, halimbawa, ayaw niya yung role na yun or busy siya with other things. At least sana may isa. Kung hindi siya, at least mag-assign siya ng somebody na uh, in his stead na pwedeng one of the cabinet secretaries pero with, with, with the same authority. Alam mo yun, na susundin ng lahat ng mga departamento na mag, mag, magtrabaho tayo, magkakasama. Parang whole of government approach sana. Hindi yung kanya-kanya tayong ginagawa. Kasi, kasi um, parang napaka-frustrating tingnan. Uh, Napaka-frustrating tingnan na yun nga, par- hindi mo alam kung ano yung direksyon. Yung sasabihin ng isa, sasalungatin ng isa. Um, yung, yung, yung direksyon ng ahensya, hindi sabay-sabay. And I think nakikita ito uh, during the press conferences. Ako, I have been religiously watching the Monday press conferences. Um, dapat sana yung press conferences for me, dapat uh, reassuring, dapat, uh, di ba, ano ba yun? Ako, ako pinapanood ko hindi lang yung sa atin, pinapanood ko yung sa, alimbawa, yung sa New Zealand. Uh, para yung press conferences ni Prime Minister Ardern, parati kong pinapanood. Yung sa Taiwan, pinapanood ko. Parang pag, pag, pag humaharap sa publiko, parang yung plano, yung plano nakalatag, parang ako, kung makikinig ako, alam ko kung ano i-expect ko ngayong, ngayong linggo. Ano yung mangyayari, ano yung targets, ano yung nangyari ng targets last week. Pero frustrating panoorin na parang, alam mo yon parang walang walang sense of urgency. And I think detrimental ito lalo sa mahihirap. Well, uh, I'll ask you a little bit more about yung leadership uh, style. No? Pero I want to go back to some of your recommendations kasi medyo importante rin. Kailangan din sigurong bigyan pansin itong um, yung income inequality. No? Uh, it, it, it's not the usual recommendation during a pandemic. Uh, um, I mean, you could, you could make that recommendation at any time. No? So ano yung, ano, what was the impetus for making that kind of suggestion now? Ako kasi, Howie, uh, matagal ko na yung pinaglalaban, even when I was still in Congress. Pero I think kasi, uh, this pandemic is an opportunity also for us to build back better. Para, para sa akin, no matter how destructive uh, this pandemic has been, 
um, pagkakataon eh, pagkakataon ayusin natin yung dati ng mga mali. And nakita kasi natin ngayon na yung inequalities parang na-exacerbate niya pa yung 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 damage kasi halimbawa yung mga yung halimbawa kami government employees ngayong pandemic we're better off kasi may sweldo kami may sweldo kami pero not everyone is not everyone is give parang parang is in a, a is is in a similar situation yung mga may pera ngayon um, parang hindi masyadong mararamdaman hindi masyado mararamdaman yung pagtigil ng ekonomiya for five months, six months. Pero yung mga walang-wala, uh, talagang, talagang ano, parang lalong nag-widen pa yung gap. Halimbawa ha, we, when we go to communities, uh, halimbawa, yung mga mananahe ng PPE sets, pinuntahan ko yun isa-isa. Um, pinuntahan ko yung lahat na grupo. And every time we go, may isang common na sinasabi. Ang common na sinasabi, ma'am, salamat at nagpatahi ka sa amin. Kasi meron na kaming pambili ng pagkain sa kapambili ng gamot. Alam mo yun? Parang how much are they getting from the PPE sets na pinapatahin namin? Ang konti. And yet para sa kanila, it already spelled the difference to eating or not eating. So I was asking them, nung hindi pa kami nagpapatahi sa inyo, paano kayo? So ang sagot nila sa akin, Ma'am, umaasa lang kami kay Kapitan. Kaya pag nagsabi na sa amin si Kapitan na ilabas namin yung mga upuan sa labas, naiiyak na kami sa tuwa kasi ang gustong sabihin niyan, makakakain na kami. Alam mo yun, parang para, para sa ang daming ganon. Pero merong, parang ang layo ng agwat ng yung iba, ano lang, alam mo yun, kahit nabawasan yung income, hindi siya mag-aalala kung may kakainin siya o wala. Kahit nabawasan yung income, meron pa din siyang pambili ng gamot. Pero yung iba talaga, yung isang kahig, isang tuka. So, so para lang sa akin, Howie, magre-rebuild lang naman tayo. Bakit hindi na natin ayusin? So, kaya ako siya talaga siningit doon. Well, yung isa pang siningit nyo, yung unemployment. no So, uh, anong, ano, that's a very big problem. Millions have lost their jobs. Ang daming OFWs na umuwi. No? Ma- maaring hindi sila makabalik doon sa kanilang Uh, countries uh, kung saan sila nagtatrabaho. Ano, ano bang, what's, is, there a, is there a big idea to, uh, to provide jobs for all of these people? Ako, ako para sa akin, Howie, kailangan pagplanuhan ng maayos. Kasi alimbawa, um, one of the things na sinabi yung Balik Probinsya Program, hindi siya kasing dali na magpo-provide ka ng sasakyan para iuwi sila sa probinsya. Kailangan maayos yung plano. Kung iuwi mo sila sa probinsya, ano yung tulong mo dun sa probinsyang uuwian niya para masiguro na maka-create ng, ng environment na magkakaroon siya ng trabaho. So yung sa akin, sana pagplanuhan. Halimbawa, marami ngayong trainings, maraming, maraming uh, grants, livelihood grants, maraming pautang. Pero para sa akin, hindi siya enough. Kailangan i-handhold yung mga tao, lalo na kung bagong magne-negosyo, i-handhold siya. Ano bang skills yung kailangan niya? For a very long time kasi, Howie, isa din nito sa frustrations ko, na ang dami nating trainings, ang dami skills trainings, pero parang yun na yung end all ng yung skills training, parang yun na yung ating accomplishment. Parati kong sinasabi, hindi yan measure ng accomplishment kung ilang trainings yung nabigay natin. I-measure na accomplishment, ilan ba yung nagkaroon ng hanap buhay? Or yung dating may hanap buhay, 
ano ba yung increase sa income niya? Dapat ganun yung metrics? VP Lenny, I want to bring up something that some of your critics have been saying, no? Sinasabi ng uh, iba, ano bang key ninyo to be speaking out on policy matters, uh, delivering services, giving prime time addresses, uh, nagbabatikos pa kayo ng uh, administrasyon. To quote, for, for example, no? from uh, a Manila Times uh, editorial, we know the Manila Times has been quite critical of you. Ang sabi doon ay, we can find nothing in the Constitution that says the Vice President has any role to play in policy making in our republic. They published this editorial after you called on the government to call off the, the drug war. No? So, ano ba ma'am yung legal basis niyo to be speaking out uh, on policy matters? Uh, if your main role, ayon dun sa salitang batas nga, is to be on standby in case anything happens to the president. Ako hawi, palagay ko kahit hindi ako VP, may karapatan ako. Uh, kahit hindi ako VP, kahit ordinaryo nga mamayan lang ako, may karapatan akong ipahayag uh, yung aking mga mungkahi. Uh, may karapatan akong mag-criticize if I need to criticize. Kasi yun yung demands ng pagiging Pilipino ko. Uh, ang, dem ang demand sa akin as a Filipino ay maging bahagi. Maging bahagi ako sa nation building. Ako, if you noticed, Howie, um, I only made public my my uh, recommendations July August I was I was silently working kahit nagbigay na ako ng ng letter kay Secretary Roque um, I was I I was quiet about it for for some time kasi I wanted to parang I wanted to give um, this administration a chance pero sa akin lang um, tayo yung pinakamahabang lockdown um, marami na ako nakikita ang kakulangan. Para it would be a disservice to the people kung hindi ako magboboses ng kakulangan. Yung sa, yung sa akin, uh, I, I know that I will be criticized for it. Uh, I know na itotroll na naman ako. Pero I think may, may, bigger, may bigger responsibility at stake. And maraming tao ang hindi nabibigyan ng pagkakataon. And sa akin, Howie, meron akong ganong platform. Kasi VP ako. Gagamitin ko yung platform na yon para para maging boses ng mga taong pareho yung paniniwala sa akin. Uh, it might not be the, it might not be the same for all, pero may mga taong pareho ng aking paniniwala. So sa akin obligasyon yon um, and hindi pwedeng sabihin na dahil hindi ako presidente, hindi ako pwedeng magsalita. Kasi kahit as I've said, kahit walang walang katungkulan, pwedeng magsalita. I wanted to ask a, yun nga, nabanggit nyo kanina yung leadership style. Uh, I also want to uh, add a gender question to that, no? And whether gender makes a difference in leadership. Napaisip kasi ako, uh, nung may nabasa akong bagong labas na study sa UK. No? Nakalagay, just to quote, no? Countries with female leaders have handled the coronavirus pandemic systematically and significantly better than those run by men. This is uh, from a UK uh, study, you know. Uh, it's being quoted uh, in several outlets, no? uh, And in particular, women-led countries like Germany, Denmark, New Zealand, Taiwan, Iceland, and Finland have recorded far fewer deaths and lower death tolls, no? uh, Of course, hindi naman niya specifically to men-led countries, but we know some prime examples of 
some poorly led uh, and male led uh, countries no US UK Brazil uh, among are among the poorest performers pagdating dito sa covid emergency ano wala wala masyado pang analysis yung study na to uh, kung bakit ganun nga kung bakit parang may difference uh, sa performance sa covid ito mga women led countries so any thoughts uh VP Lenny on a possible gender divide when it comes to leadership and uh, what is it about women leaders that you think help them succeed in fighting this pandemic and perhaps other big problems ako tingin ko ha we many things number 1 mas nakikinig yung babae uh, yung babae mas sanay um, to consult mas sanay makinig uh, more inclusive so pag pag more inclusive ka you there is a tendency to listen to as many people as possible uh, yun number 1 number 2 i think yung women uh, talagang talagang mahusay parate sa crisis kasi yung yung attention to details ang women may tendency maging micromanagers yun yung fault ko Howie yung fault ko um, I tend to micromanage a lot pero parang marami akong pinapakialaman and in times of crisis tingin ko advantage siya advantage in the sense na hindi ka matutulog hanggang hindi maayos lahat Parang nanay, parang nanay sa bahay, di ba? Pinakaunang gumigising sa umaga to make sure that everything is prepared already before the husband and the kids uh, wake up. Tapos last to sleep uh, dahil uh, gusto niya maayos lahat. I think yun yun. Pangatlo, sanay mag-multitask. Uh, yung babae, sanay mag-multitask. Sanay na maraming ginagawa all at the same time. And um, na ma-manage to give attention to to everything. Uh, tingin ko yun. Tingin ko, tingin ko, um, kaya mahusay yung mga babae sa crisis. Kasi, tutok. Uh, tutok na tutok. Parang nabasa ko din to Howie. Parang yung men, number one, parang mahi- mahirap maging, ma- hindi mahusay makinig. Yung pangalawa, ma- mahilig mag-delegate. Uh, so so yung yung kabaliktaran naman noon yung sobrang tutok and in in crisis situations like this nakakatulong talaga siya speaking of gender and women leaders does it bother you na yung iba ay parang obsessed doon sa inyong itsura uh, i don't know if that's if they pay more much if these critics would pay are paying much more attention to you because you're a woman or 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 what no pero is this something that um, women leaders always have to cope with that uh, maybe a lot of male leaders don't have to worry so much about ako hindi lang yun howie actually uh, if you if you look at other women leaders parang mas vulnerable siya mas vulnerable in the sense na talagang yung society hindi pantay ang pagtingin sa lalaki sa kasababae uh, tapos yung lalo pa ako howie kasi byuda ako eh at dahil byuda ako, I've been subjected to so much. Pero yung sa akin, parating, para, yung, yung parating kong sinasabi na um, parang hindi ko siya ito-tolerate. Hindi ko siya ito-tolerate, but at the same time, I won't let this get in the way of what I need to do. So, so yung sa akin, unfortunate. Unfortunate na yung society ganun pa din na you are judged by how you look or um, parang, parang you're more vulnerable to fake news 
And um yung yung, yung vulnerability ng babae wala wala yung lalaki noon eh. Um parang ang lalaki ang pagpaglalaki yung leaders parang maraming excuse lalaki kasi siya. Pero pag babae parang we are subjected to higher standards which I think is also okay. Ako ako para sa akin yung public public officials should really be subjected to higher standards. Pero ang hindi sa akin okay pag lalaki hindi ganoon. So, so para sa akin, kailangan pang pagtrabakuhan. Kailangan pang pagtrabakuhan na i-shatter yung ganitong, ganitong maling mga pananaw. Kasi, yun nga, kailangan siyang i-shatter kasi uh, nagbibreed siya sa marami pang injustices na nakokomit. Uh, hindi, hindi necessarily sa amin, pero sa ibang mga babae sa society dahil sa mga pananaw na to. So yung sa akin, how we, uh, we put a lot of premium on gender equality. If only to, not to protect just women, but if only to, to make it a parang societal, societal advocacy. Na, ano, da- dapat lahat tinitreat na pantay-pantay. You know, one of your main responsibilities uh, is your constitutional duty, no? To to be ready, to always be ready. You know? So, how ready do you think you are today? Just in case you need to perform this duty of being a constitutional successor. Ako, Howie, I've been ready since I was elected vice president. In the last four years, I, make sure, I made sure na talaga nag-aaral ako. Kasi ayaw naman nating may eventuality na mangyari, pero pag meron, obligasyon ko yun. Kaya it's a huge part of, uh, of um, parang my, my, my responsibility not to equip myself with the capacity and the skills and the information na kailangan. So sa amin, Howie, even, even pre-pandemic, talagang every week meron kaming nakalaan sa briefings. Uh, ako, I read a lot. We, we, we invite we invite experts to brief us on on varying subject matters. Um, kasi tingin ko obligasyon ko yun eh. Tingin ko obligasyon ko na si Pagan na mag-aral. Kasi yun yung yun yung trabaho ko. Na pag may nangyari, hindi pwedeng sabihin ko na hindi ako handa kasi ang pinaghandaan ko lang pang VP. When you run for the vice president for for the vice presidency, inaako mo yung obligasyon na there is always a possibility na you will take over if an eventuality happens. Okay, well, thank you for that reassurance. And uh, thank you for your time, uh, Madam Vice President. Thank Benny you, Howie. Thank you, Howie. Thank you for having me. Ang pandemya ay isang malaking krisis na dapat harapin ng buong bansa. Bawat opisyal ng pamahalaan, inaasahan tumugon sa kanilang sinumpaan tungkulin sa bayan kasama na rito ang vice-presidente. Sa halip na isang tabi ang mga mungkahi ni Vice President Robredo, mas makabubuti na ito'y pakinggan. Ayon nga sa pagsusuri ng mga bansang nagtatagumpay, mahalaga ang malasakit at pasensya ng isang ina upang masupi ang pandemya. Maraming salamat sa panunood. Ito po ang Quarantine with Howie Severino.